Gen X podcast, dropping gems for the culture with the pop appeal. Feel to it. A Gen X podcast, dropping gems for the culture with the faith appeal. Feel. Good day, great people. Welcome to this week's episode of Gen X Has Something to Say. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Godfather of Harlem on the Epics Movie Network. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Godfather of Harlem follows the, uh, the life of Bumpy Johnson as he maneuvers between uh, the five mafia families and Harlem. Uh, one of the things that I like about this uh, particular series is that they have taken the time to show his interaction with Malcolm X and Adam Clayton Power as the three of them really represent the godfathers of Harlem during that particular time. Uh, this particular episode that really jumped out to me was the episode where they were chasing after Bumpy with the intent to kill him. That was the five mafia families. So for three butts, they are literally trying to hunt him down and kill him. Well, they got frustrated because they weren't able to do that. And in a fit of frustration in one of their meetings, one of the crime bosses yelled out, we can't get to him because Harlem is protecting him. Now, this statement blew me away because, in fact, it was an incredible display of loyalty to a man who, on one hand, he is destroying the community because of the illegal activity he controls and participates in. But on the other hand, he is a go-to person for the community. If somebody needed help, they went to Bumpy Johnson. If the church could not help him or other community activists who were doing things for the community at the time, if they couldn't do it, they went to Bumpy Johnson. And in most times and in most cases, he was able to help them. Uh, it just made me really think about how incredible our community's loyalty is when it relates to just everything in our community. Uh, it made me just really think that my own Generation X, we are one of the most loyal generations to have ever done it. Um, when I look at it, we it was taught to us by the generations before us, those baby boomers and those uh, generations before him. They really taught us uh, how to be loyal. You know, it was taught to us spoken and unspoken. What happens in our household stays in our household. What's going on in our community stays in our community. And we all know what that meant, that if mama had to go get a, sent us to go get a cup of sugar because we didn't have any, we better not tell somebody outside of that house that we went to go borrow sugar for somebody because our business was our business. And it, it was just so much a part of our structure, a part of our DNA to demonstrate that type of loyalty that you just keep your mouth shut and you don't tell your family secrets. Because of the push for mental health in our community, uh, we've been pushing that for the last 
two to three years with so much going on with black on black crime, more specifically the police on black crime, as well as um, COVID and and all that came with having to sit in the house and people dying because of COVID. Um, we've needed to talk to somebody. So it's been this push to go see a therapist and talk this stuff out. You know, I'm one of those that kind of got overwhelmed and I needed to go see a therapist. And I thank God that I was able to do that. Um, but what we have discovered and what I have discovered in the midst of talking that stuff out is that many of us have been damaged almost beyond repair from keeping secrets, violations, and everything else in between because we believe that we were demonstrating loyalty to those who had influence over us. In other words, our loyalty was being abused. Um, and how do we see that manifested today? Uh, we see that in how the passing of the torch is more like the taking of the torch from the hands who don't want to let it go. Uh, we are loyal in believing in a justice system that was never really designed to protect us, but we'll, we believe that it will somehow start working in our favor. It's given our time and talents to corporations who use us and really push us to be loyal to them only to discard us at their discretion. Uh, it's supporting and giving our time and talents to churches because churches operate heavily on volunteerism. Uh, so, you know, you give your talents and your time, your loyal to your church or your place of worship or your community center only for them to progress to a certain point where they can hire somebody to do the work that you're doing and they don't even consider you as a viable candidate for something that you volunteered your time for. That's a form of loyalty abuse. And you know, we are just in this space as a generation. And this is where you can appreciate uh, your millennials and your Gen Z's because they, they don't even take the time with it. But what we're starting to see as we get older is you are abusing our loyalty. And I am in the space in my life where I don't have to let you continue to abuse my loyalty. I believe loyalty is extremely important to us as a generation. We have learned uh, to give our loyalty through building trust. Uh, so that, that means that if we can trust a person, uh, a church, a corporation, then we are loyal because in times where we needed to rely on these things and they come through for us, we pledge our loyalty for that. Uh, that is something that once you get it, you know, we can, we are just loyal no matter what. Uh, I can say from a man's standpoint, we are, uh, we are loyal uh, consumers. So if we like a shoe, we will wear that shoe forever. I don't care what other shoe make it be a better shoe. It can do or, or it can feel most comfortable or whatever. It doesn't matter because I wore this particular shoe and it came through being that it didn't break. It made me look good. It 
top my suit off in a certain place, whatever the case may be, I am loyal. Now, the downside to this, this loyalty I believe we have is that it can blind us from seeing abuse because of the relationship we have. Because when you build that trust, you build that relationship, then you know, people can start to do things or things can start to happen to where uh, we miss the clues to say, you know what, that pe- that person ain't treating us right in this moment or this situation is abusing my loyalty I have for them because they know because I'm loyal, I'm just going to get over whatever situation or circumstance that may be foul and would make me go a different way. But because I'm loyal, I am willing to overlook it or I'm willing to give grace to make sure that uh, I maintain my loyalty and I made and I made uh, my I gave my trust. Um, But once we've gotten a few years of life behind us and we start making some assessments of of the decisions that we've made, uh, whether I went to college or not, or if I tried to do this particular activity, how was it received? Was it supported by friends? Was it supported by those who have influence over me? Uh, we get to a space where uh, we have to we have to make some choices about how am I pledging my loyalty and whether I will continue to pledge my loyalty to some things. Now, for us as a generation, I think that's difficult because we have been taught to be loyal for so long. Like uh, if we're just talking from an example of, of working, uh, we are so loyal to jobs to where when we are laid off of them, we don't know how to operate or we get to a place where we're unhappy. We are willing to stay at these jobs unhappy. Uh, simply because we are loyal and our loyalty pushes this level of hope to the sense of we will we believe that the situation is going to change because they see our loyalty and our willingness to try to make it work. Our friendships and our friendship circles are getting smaller because, and this is something that hurts, is like you've had friends for years and you do this assessment and you look over your life and you realize this friend I've had for 10, 15, 20 years, they really hadn't been my friend like I thought they were my friend. Like for me, they were my inner circle. For them, I was just their acquaintance. And when you do that assessment, you realize every time they've needed me, I've been there, I've been there. But when it's been, she has been on the other foot, you know, here I am, I'm needing somebody to be by my side. You know, they can't pick up the phone. They can't give a call back. They can't give a text back. They can't do anything. And that lets you know that, you know, you're abusing my loyalty, you know. That is misuse of the care and the love I have for you. Um, so now what we're seeing or what I have seen to notice is that as we identify these things that are abusing our loyalty, we are starting to remove those things from our our being. Um, so what does that look like for us? That is, um, instead of me going to all of the team building functions that the corporation I work for, like, you know, let's go get a drink after we get our work. Now I'm swinging you deuces because y'all don't, y'all don't, you know, outside of my responsibilities for work, I'm, I'm not going to do any of that. Um, 
we leave corporate America after years. You know, we, we got a good career. We're making good money. Uh, we have progressed in the corporate ladder. We SVPs and, and VPs and, and officers and all those things and, and leadership. Um, of course, not ceiling leadership, but we're in some type of leadership just to make the numbers look good. We are leaving those jobs to start our own business. Um, why? Because we now have grown and we understand that that loyalty is not getting us anywhere. We're not getting that cheese the way that they are getting that cheese. It's something about making pennies when and laying off people when at the same time the 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 CEO makes $40 million in, in a bonus, not his salary. He gets $40 million in stocks and bonuses. Well, that $40 million could have saved the whole department, and they could still have their job and keep it moving. So once you realize that and you see that your loyalty is being abused like that, then it's time for you to just kind of step off and find other ways and, and, and not have your loyalty abused. It's a secret society. Oh, yes, it's there's a validation that our loyalty expects from those we give it to. We don't necessarily expect it from corporations in a sense because they they try to give it in hopes of getting you to believe that they care that you are a family this is a team that we're all working together for this one goal so they they try but however we do expect sincere validation from from the church after years of being treated indifferently by those who are not the gentlest or or they have the ability to communicate in a very caring way uh, and then being told to accept it because that is the way that they are, uh, that is no longer uh, holding weight for us. That is no longer a valid excuse for uh, being treated the way we've been treated in times. That is, for us, a sign of my loyalty being abused. And as a generation, we are recognizing uh, that we that what really matters to us, what really is a quality of life for us, is that we have decided to clean house because uh, we need to decide who and what deserves our loyalty. Um, and we're willing to search. We're, we're willing to search and find new avenues to pledge our time, our talents, and most importantly, our loyalty to those who we feel deserve it. So if that means that we have to leave the church that we've been loyal to for a long time, we're, we're, we're going to do it. Um, if that means we have to leave the comfort of uh, corporate America, uh, the benefits and the perks that seem to come with that, uh, if if our loyalty is in a space where we feel like it's being abused, we'll, we'll leave it. Uh, we'll leave it to go find our passion. Uh, if it means that our friendship circle has to grow smaller and smaller because we look back and we realize that the friends that we have... Um, They've been abusing our loyalty for a long time, and we took that assessment and realized that the way that I value our relationship is not being reciprocated to us. We're willing to let those friendships go because for us, our loyalty means a lot to us. And for some of us, it means everything to us. So we're no longer willing to give it to those we feel don't deserve it. That's my perspective 
I'm a Generation X type of guy. I am Generation X for that matter. Uh, ask us something because we have something to say. Peace. Thanks for listening to Gen X Has Something to Say. This is a podcast that celebrates an authentic and unique African-American Generation X experience with a spiritual feel through a Gen X perspective that's real. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on IG at Gen underscore X podcast. That's Gen underscore X podcast.